Do you ever feel inadequate in teaching your kids about God? Well, don't worry. Many of us have felt that way also. And today, Frank Trimble and I are going to talk about simple programs created for parents and grandparents who may or may not feel this way in hopes to make it easier to be the very best spiritual leader for your child and to be confident when having family worship time. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Today, I am so happy to have Frank Trimble on the podcast. He serves as the Director of Training and Counseling for Family Time Training. Family Time's mission is to train and equip parents and grandparents to pass the Christian faith to the next generation in the home. Frank is honored to be Kristen's husband and is blessed to be the father of Ava, who is seven, and Olivia, who is four. His hope is to see home discipleship become the norm instead of the exception. Welcome to the show, Frank. Thank you for having me, Leanne. Well, we are excited to have you and so excited for you to talk about what you're doing for the kingdom. Can you tell us a bit about you and how was family time training? How did it start? It was started by a dad, right? That's correct. And so a little bit about me is I was raised in a Christian home, but I didn't become a Christian until I was in college. And so I had a lot of head knowledge and a lot of assumptions about Jesus and all of this and came to a saving faith in college. Eventually felt called to ministry, met my then fiance, Kristen, who became my wife a year later. And it was during that time I felt called to seminary, enrolled in seminary, started learning, really enjoyed it, had no plans of being a part of family ministry or kids ministry, youth ministry. It was not on my radar at all. But while I was in seminary, I was an intern at a church in Texas, and God just, I feel, put that calling on my life for youth ministry. So I spent the better part of a decade as a youth pastor in East Texas. And it was during that time that God blessed our family with Ava, and it kind of dawned on me in a big way. I mean, I'll never forget that day that I was supposed to disciple her alongside my wife, and I didn't know where to begin, even after seminary and ministry experience and all of blah, blah, blah. And so uh, I reached back out to some to some people like Richard Ross and some of the other professors and pastors and, and godly men that I knew and, and just asked, man, what advice do you have? And that shot me down a rabbit hole that I've never emerged from. So that gave me kind of a, as Rob Reno puts it, a uh, personal reformation and a uh, professional reformation in that I could never look at my family the same way again, and I could never look at my job as a youth pastor the same way again. And so years years went by and eventually met Jenna Halleck, who's the director of Family Time Training, started using Family Time resources in my home and in my church, and I really enjoyed how it gave me a clear place to start, gave me creative ideas on what I could do with my, at that point, two daughters, God... <laughs> brought us Olivia, who's now four. And so, yeah, we started using it in our church and in our home and started collaborating with Family Time in very small ways. Eventually, God led us to join the staff at Family Time. We packed up from East Texas and moved to Denver, and here we are. But 
That, believe it or not, that was the quickest way for me to answer that question. But the second thing, just really quickly, is where did family time come from? And uh, I believe it's been about 26 years ago, a man named Kirk Weaver, a dad, like you mentioned, just caught the vision to disciple his kids and just saw from scripture where God calls parents to, to take the lead in discipling their kids. And he said, I'm going to try. And so he started creating these activities uh, for his family to do together. And uh, lucky for us, he was writing these things down and started and other other people started wondering, what are you doing with your family? And so that eventually led to him starting a nonprofit. And so he's retired now, but we we're so thankful that he did what he did. Yeah. And he was probably not planning on doing that either. I mean, it always seems that way that you don't plan this, but God has plans. I can't stress enough how and this I don't want this to sound bad, but I can't stress how much I did not want to be a youth pastor. I'll just say that <laughs> I, I had all these preconceived notions in my mind of what it was and all these things. And I'm glad that God humbled me and, and said, you know, this is what I need you to do. And so, <laughs> yep, it was not in the cards. It was not in the plans. Yeah, I, I totally get it because I had no plans on doing a podcast or writing my children's books. I had written them for my children when yeah. they were little, shelved them, thought I was going to read them to my grandkids. Yep. But parents really need someone to teach them because I know I didn't have this when I was raising my kids. And so I'm so thankful God has allowed people like you and your organization and other organizations to step up. Uh, many parents feel you know, inadequate when it comes to teaching their kids about Jesus, like you just said. And how can family time be an encouragement to those families? Right. And, and if you're a parent or grandparent and you're listening to this and you feel like I am, you're like, man, you, you guys are the professionals. You guys know how to do this. I feel inadequate, though. I would just say every from what I've seen and I've, what I've experienced myself, every parent, every grandparent feels inadequate. And that's, that's okay. In fact, I think it would be a little odd if we felt like we had it all together. Yes, <laughs> so, I agree. <laughs> um, so we're, we like to say at Family Time that we're not experts. And we, we certainly don't. I don't teach any parenting classes, for instance. I'm not, you know, I've got a four and a seven-year-old. I would not presume to do that. But we get the luxury of spending all of our time looking at this idea of home discipleship. And so one of my favorite things uh, about family time is it does give parents that starting place. And a way that family time does that is in the way that our activities are structured. And so we recommend a once a week, five to 20 minute time of worship as a family. And it's not legalistic or you got to do it every week or something. But we found that a week, doing it once a week is regular enough to where you feel like you're building a routine, you're building a culture. It's also not infrequent enough to where it kind of falls off and it feels kind of disjointed, right? And so in our activities, though, our activities mostly are about two pages long max. And they are written kind of as a script. And so what I mean by that is if you want, you can use our topically based activities as a script. That means you can read the bold print and that's for the parents. And uh, what's not in bold print is either behind the scenes or for the kids. You can read it just as a script and follow the order of the activity just as it is. And it will be great. Or you can use it as an outline and you can kind of use it as a launching pad to talk to your kids in a way that you normally do. For instance, when my wife leads a family time session in our home, she reads it just as it's written on the page. And she's so creative that she likes to read it as a script. Whereas for me, I use it kind of as an outline. It's just kind of my personality. But all that to say, because of that, that's kind of a sign of our products. We, we don't 
try to be too heady or theoretical or we really want parents to have easy wins. Like I, we, I love that. They need yeah, that. We, we want we want parents and grandparents to have a very easy, very approachable, like you don't feel a ton of pressure to have to do an enormous amount of studying beforehand. There have been weeks when I forgot that we were going to do family time on a given day, if I'm <laughs> honest. And my daughter reminds me and I'm like, that's right. We are going to do that. And because of the style of our activities, I can literally look it up and I can read over it a couple times. It takes a few minutes and uh, not to be flippant about it, but I can do it. And, and I say I can do it. I believe every, any parent can do it. And so here's the other thing with our activities that makes it more likely for parents to have a win is we encourage families to have fun together. So important. And, and so we, we've heard lots of really uh, heartbreaking stories from grown kids, I will say, who experienced some kind of home discipleship that was not very warm, we'll say. And so maybe even when they got punished, they would have to copy scripture until. Oh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, awful. Lots of stories like that. But we want families to give, give an opportunity for their kids to know that their home is a warm place, a fun place, a fair place. And, and we want them to know that they can approach their parents as safe people. But not only that, we want to free families up to have fun with the Bible. And some people think, well, is that allowed? And we, we love to train and say, yes, it is. <laughs> it, and it and should so, be because if it's not yeah. fun for everybody, who's going to want to do it? The kids aren't going to want to you know, participate. Sure. And I just, I at least want kids and their families to be able to, and their parents to be able to gather together and laugh together and smile, have joy. Yes. Uh, kind of a side effect of doing family time with your kids for years is that it helps you build relationships with your kids. Absolutely. I think that is just so important to make that connection when they're young and you continue that when they're older, they're going to still want to be connected to you and feel free to share with you their thoughts and, and their problems or their wishes or dreams, whatever. You don't have such a closed off teenager when you've kept that line of communication open. How does family time help families talk about God in the home or in Jesus? Like, how do the resources work? Are they gauged in different categories? It's a great question. So even starting with our founder, Kirk Weaver, he was creating these activities as his kids got older. And so he created books for all ages, for pre-K, all the way up to teenagers. And so we section off some of our books based on age. So we say, hey, these books in particular are perfect for all ages or pre-K or elementary. So we've got those breakdowns. Most of our books are topically driven. So some of our, especially our earlier books, have many different topics included in one book. But a lot of our books, especially some of our more recent ones, have a theme that covers the entire book. For instance, some of our favorite books are book on the fruit of the spirit. So this is one of our most popular ones. It's one of my favorite ones. And it takes the whole family through activity driven lessons that help reinforce what the fruit of the spirit is and what the list consists of and where does this come from and what's it for. And so that's a good example of one for all ages. But one of our favorite ones, I want I keep saying favorite, but it's true. Jenna just wrote, Jenna Halleck, our director, she just wrote the second volume of an activity book on the hymns. And so it's really cool. There's hymns one and hymns two, and it's structured like a family time activity has always been structured. So there's a main point. There's a biblical passage, of course. There's suggested materials. 
there's the lesson itself and the activity and kind of a guide on how you can do it called a family time format. But in the hymns book, it's really great because it gives you a little history, a little brief little history on the hymn, the biblical passage that it came from, and kind of the motivation. Why did this author write this and why is it important to know? So that's been a real popular one and allows families to learn some hymns that may not be sung as much, some theologically rich historical hymns. And so there's there's a lot of different options. So do you have a free resource that they can go to your site to obtain so that they can see how it works before they order? And if you do, where can they get that? Absolutely. So our website is famtime.com. So F-A-M-T-I-M-E.com. And if you sign up for our newsletter on our website, you will get sent some free activities. So that's a great place to start. And it'll give you a good idea of how our activities are structured and why we lay them out that way. But that, if you go to our website, you'll also be able to see we have books. We also have activity boxes. So they're not subscription boxes, but, but we've created several of them already over the last several years that they provide the materials suggested in the books and literally takes the guesswork out of it, any roadblocks, and just says, hey, here's a one-stop shop. We really just want to make it as likely as possible for families to engage with God's Word. Well, thank you for all these wonderful resources and for coming on the show. And we'll have the links to where they can reach you also. And thank you, Frank. We love having you on the show. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Leanne. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.